This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios. That's boathouse studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios. House spelt the German way. Smithers, I've designed a new plane. I call it the Spruce Moose, and it will carry 200 passengers from New York's Idlewild Airport to the Belgian Congo in 17 minutes. That's quite a nice model, sir. Model? Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Of course, that quote is from the episode Springfield with a dollar sign, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Legalized Gambling. My name is Greg. My name is Alan. And welcome back to Two Bad Neighbors. We're back. We've returned. After, I After guess, a hiatus. Like of, minor hiatus. Yeah. I mean, like, we're very busy people. <laughs> we, we do our best, all right? We really do. We're trying yeah. super hard. But, super hard. We could try I mean, harder, but... Yeah. Well, we had three episodes out in October. That's pretty That's good. That's pretty decent, yeah. considering you were in a show. Yeah. And, and you, I have a and life. And you do I, things. I do things. Some say. I was in rehearsals for a show. Sure, and yeah. And you're in a rehearsals for a show I, again. Yeah. And, and I am, too. And There you go. We're both busy, you see? Yeah. Case closed. Yeah. That's, that's what went wrong. I mean, I rest my case. Check out that podcast when James comes back. That's, yeah. Because we're supposed to be doing Fan Four Stick, right? That's right. Yeah. I still haven't watched it. You still have, have you not seen it at <laughs> no, all? No. Oh, I've seen it. I know. Oh, James boy. watched it too. When I saw him in New York, he was, he was like, I watched it. He was very upset about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. It'll uh, be worth it for yeah. what we get to make fun of. Yeah. Hopefully. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, that's our sister podcast. What went wrong? Check right. it out on iTunes. That's right, or you whatever your on iTunes. podcasting device is. And SoundCloud works too. Yep. Um, so, Alan, yeah, a synopsis. Sure. A Before real, we get to that, a real quick one. Before we get to that, though, yeah. we have some listener mail. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, we have quite a bit actually. Oh, cool. So, uh, first one I want to uh, uh, mention is the uh, one we got actually at the beginning of this month. Um, from Nicholas, and uh, uh, he says, first of all, his uh, subject title in the email is Poison, Poison, Tasty Fish. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> but his, uh, so his message is, hi there, Gregor Allen, or whomever, whomever this may be. Just found your podcast about a week ago and have burst through about 20 episodes already, because I have a life and all. Was just curious. You lads don't happen to have any merchandise or stuff like that, do you? If not, you should consider investing in some, because I'd be the first in line to buy some. And I sincerely hope you decide to continue on past season 10. I want to see you rip on those mid-2000s dark years and be shocked <laughs> as season 23 onwards kind of goes on the upswing again. Thanks, Nick. So, I mean, we've discussed possibly going past season 10. It's not, we, we haven't made a decision it's, yet. It's constantly in our minds, yeah. um, Nick. Yes. I'm, direct, I'm <laughs> addressing you now, Nick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, thanks so much for... Um, for sending us an email, mm-hmm. um, we've we've constantly talked about it, and the thing is, we've been doing this for only about two years, only, uh, only a year, year and, and a bit, half, year and a half. And half yeah. So, like, um, it I guess it kind of de- it's determined by how long Alan and I live in the same city. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Like, um, as long as we're living in Calgary together, I don't see it 
not happening. Um, but you know, you really, you really don't know. Right? Yeah. What the future holds, especially when we're not making money off of it. Yeah. Right. Um, so like I'm down, <laughs> uh, to go back we would have to go back to the three episode at a time format. Yeah. Well, at least two. Yeah. At in least the, two. Cause Some, something like that in the, in mm-hmm. the, um, the later years, it's definitely, I just, we're going to have less to talk it. about I for each episode. Yeah. So yeah. I couldn't handle just ripping on one. Yeah. So. But you never know, you know, might might get into a long theological discussion about the nature of celebrity or something. I don't know <laughs> what'll happen. Um, but in terms of uh, like merchandise and whatnot, um, it's not something we've really discussed uh, at this point anyway. Um, but I mean, who knows? I mean, we could we could probably d- dredge up some some shirts. <laughs> You know, based on our, our logo that designed by uh, Dr. Ife Abiola. Those would be pretty easy. Easy yeah. to make. Yeah, and we could do that. I mean, there's uh, we'll talk about it, but there's there's sites you can do where you could just create the, the, the design, and then if they get purchased, then, you know, part of that purchase price goes to the, the website and part of it goes to us. So it's, it's not like we need to invest any money to do it, mm-hmm. right? But then... Yeah, I, make... I honestly never thought about it until this yeah, email. Like, so. this is the first time. <laughs> so there you go. Thought about it. <laughs> so um, thanks for bringing that to our attention. Nick. Yes, thanks, Nick. Um, so we have a couple others. Uh, this one is from David, uh, and he's from Brisbane, Australia. Brisbane, Brisbane, as they say. Um, now I'm not going to read the whole message because okay. it's actually very long, uh, which we very much appreciate. Don't get me wrong. Just obviously, I'm, I'm not going to. We do have a guest yeah, here, and she's we, being very, <laughs> very polite by waiting. Um, but basically, uh, he says, thanks for the great podcast. I discovered it thanks to The Real Gyms, who he's always, always uh, sorry, previously subscribed to. Another shout-out to The Real Gyms. That's great right. Guy. Yep. And uh, makes him feel better knowing his brothers and him are not the only ones who still bring up 20-plus-year-old Simpsons quotes in regular conversations. Um, and then he uh, gives us his story, um, as you know, is one of our traditions here yeah. is... What's your story? Uh, and the basic gist of it, again, it's quite long, but the basic gist of it, uh, he was actually born in 94 in Australia and uh, youngest of five siblings who all watched The Simpsons. So he doesn't quite recall when he first watched The Simpsons, but because he was in that like yeah, later... Yeah, you would have been inundated with it at a yeah. very, like, probably <laughs> like immediately if you have five, if you have older siblings. Yeah. Uh, but one moment he does remember specifically is in the year 2000 when he was six, for the 2000 Olympic Games in Sydney, one cable channel uh, did a marathon of The Simpsons throughout the entire Olympics. So that's two two weeks of classic Simpsons back to back, and so that's what he remembers the most is when he like really got into it. That's the moment. That is it. Yeah, that's the moment. That's a that's a good one. I like and that, that was about seasons, uh, roughly seasons two through ten. He was six, and uh, you know made things <laughs> like sleep in school got in the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, but he, he basically is saying like, because of that, he couldn't really separate, uh, episodes into, se- into seasons or eras as it were, as yeah, easily as you I, can now. I feel like that's the, that's <clears throat> like if you, uh, syndication did that to a lot of us. Yeah. Like he says, you know, if you told him that separate vocations and Lisa the vegetarian are in the same season, he would have believed it. So yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, and then of course he started buying the DVDs and all that good stuff. Um, he says that uh, his golden age is slightly different from us. Uh, two to nine is what he considers the golden age. That's my broad one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Silver age, one, ten, and eleven. Um, he says, you know, despite their problems, they're worse in quality, but so he has to put them in another tier, i.e. the silver age. 
Um, I would agree with 11. I honestly think there's, I have some, I have a soft spot in my heart for some episodes in season 11 for yeah. some reason. I've um, tried. And, uh, <laughs> but 10, I think is just God awful. Oh really? Yeah. I honestly I do. I feel the way both, both, both 10 and 11 personally, yeah. but yeah. Um, Maybe we should go all the way to 11. I mean, just like Spinal Tap. Ezra uh, and Adam do. Yeah, that's right? true. So, <laughs> think they're um, better than us? I just don't have old <laughs> season 11 DVDs. So. I do. Okay, now there you yeah. go. So. Um, and he closes out the uh, the nice message with, uh, if you're ever in the ironic punishment division of hell and are forced to play seasons 11 through 28, Simpsons <laughs> trivia, I'll gladly join your team. And then uh, also, fuck Al Jean. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a very nice message from David. Um, Thank you, David. And from then, Brisbane. From Brisbane. Very Brisbane. Nice. And then finally, one more uh, listener email um, or message actually just arrived this morning. So there you go. Um, uh, so this is from Jeff, and he says, Howdy, I've been making my way through the podcast backlog. I'm not there yet, but I'll get there. So he, you know, like we've said before, you might get to this episode and be like, Oh, hey, they did read my message on the air. Hey, um, we sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't have sent this, but I just hit the pod where Greg posed the three flavors of women if they were in a Neapolitan ice cream. I laughed so hard at Alan's response of which flavor he'd choose I had to write in. Parentheses, probably Asian. <laughs> which I don't really remember. I don't remember that at all. That sounds really offensive now that I'm hearing it back. Oh, no. Apparently. Do you remember it? Can you, can, can, you, you, uh, can you fill us in? No? You, you want to be quiet until we introduce you? <laughs> <laughs> she's got a yeah. She's got a gag order on. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. So uh, he continues. I'm a theater kid, and I may be in the younger corner of your listener base at 18. But due to my area, uh, due to my area playing season two to 11 on loop since I was a kid to this day, your podcast suited my listening needs perfectly. My apologies if I got your names confused. You didn't. And if you've fixed your setup by now, I would love to be on the pod. So I think he was talking about the. We talked in the past about getting people on like via Skype. Mm-hmm. And uh, so and if you're caught up by now, you know that we have fixed that situation. Fixed so that. we do have, yep. uh, we had the real gyms as our first Skype uh, guest. So that's that. And then I uh, signs at Jeff and has PS, my car gets 40 rods on the hog's head and that's the way I likes it. <laughs> so another nice little quote. I like those the side offs. Yeah. I really, it's great. I really so like those side offs. Thanks so much to everyone. Uh, thanks to Jeff. Thanks to uh, the other, David and Nick as well. Thanks to anyone who sends us messages and whatnot. Uh, we do appreciate it. And uh, I probably will send an actual response to to these as well. Uh, I just figured we'd read them on the air sure. as well yeah. before uh, before doing that. So thanks, and let uh, them know you guys... that they're on episode forty nine. There you go. Yeah, <clears throat> almost almost uh, fifty. Yep. But uh, that does it for listener mail for the mailbag. Um, and uh, one quick correction or omission. Okay. Um, last time we talked about uh, Joey Jojo Junior. Shabadoo. Sure. Uh, he actually makes another appearance in the series. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, this was brought up to us on uh, Twitter from our friends, uh, Woohoo oh, Classic yeah. Simpsons okay. Trivia. The Woohoo guys. And uh, I'll see if I can pull up the um, the image, for you, anyway. Yeah. Um, but they do say uh, he shows is, up is once the, more. The character model? Yes. Yeah, okay. Shows up once more in the, in the Boy Who Knew Too Much. So that's the, I'll show you the picture. Obviously, our listeners can't see this, but oh, it's basically. Oh, that totally is Joey Jojo. Yeah, he's in, a, he's in the crowd. Um when uh, I believe it's when Bart goes to the auction, yeah, right, and it's like uh, it's like all right, the winner is you know this kid, and, and he, like, laughs he laughs and, and runs, runs away, yeah. and it's like all right, the next highest bid was this guy, he also laughs and runs away, yeah. Any serious bids out there? <laughs> <laughs> Which I love that joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's just the, it, obviously he's just in the background, but yeah. he is there, um, and so that's uh, just a small omission, but uh, it's a nicely brought up. Yeah, by, I like that. That's a little by, Easter egg. Uh, that's our nice. friends at Woohoo 
YYC. So uh, that's about it for corrections or omissions. And I guess we can start talking about the episode now. I just want to do one more okay. thing. Uh, it's definitely in relation to the episode. Okay. Uh, because we were gambling the other night. That's right. Uh, did you win? No. Who won? Uh, so Greg slash Sarah. I don't know how to deal okay. with that okay. couple bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Well, it was just the three of us left. Sure. Greg and Sarah, as you know, are married. Yeah. And I got busted out, uh-huh. unfortunately, on a shitty call, in my opinion, but it ended up working out for her because um, she, she drew the flush. Um, she had a three and a four suited and <laughs> called my all in with oh. a king high. So, because I was low, right? So I, was, I needed to double my pot. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, long story short. Uh, I busted out. I went to get a drink. I came back. Everyone was wrapping things up. I'm like, oh, what happened? Who won? They're like, oh, no, we just decided to, to be done because we live together. And I'm like, what? wait a minute. If I knew I was playing against both of you, I might have played a bit differently. <laughs> but anyway, so they did like a, you know, oh, high card wins the actual pot to wrap things up. So anyway. Oh, it's down to the two gambling. of them. That's fine. It's, yeah. I'll, I'll say that's fine. He doesn't listen to it anymore anyway. He doesn't listen to us? No. No? Well, he, he, say, he says he hasn't in a while. Oh, okay. So. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of a bummer. Anyway, let's talk about the episode. <laughs> I just wanted to know who won. Yeah. Um, so we should we Conspirators, should that's who won. Yeah, conspirators. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's rigged. Yeah. So before we get to, our, get to the episode discussion, we should introduce our guest. I mean, she's been sitting there for 13 minutes. We can remove the gag order. Yeah. Um, we have a returning guest once again, and it's Janelle Harms. Welcome. Hello, good to be back. Yes. Hi, Janelle. Hello, Greg. <laughs> I know I just made eye contact with Alan, but it's good to see both of you. Yeah, I should hope so. <laughs> I mean, why else would you be here? <laughs> I don't, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I've been one of the most recurring guests on the podcast. For uh, reasons that may have to do with logistics, I mean. <laughs> you and Ryan... Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Ryan's yeah, up there because of horror all his correspondent. Cause of, yeah, because of our yeah, he's our horror correspondent. So yeah. we need to have him on at Possibly least once a your season. funk yeah. correspondent. He's been on a few times. That's Ife? right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Ife's been on a bunch. Um, James has been on James quite a few early on, on yeah, but was hasn't on, recent, as but, much well, recently. Well, we have a we have a podcast with him yeah. on on our own, so he doesn't get to come on this one anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, yeah. Well, I'm happy that this is the episode that you happen to be doing today because I enjoy it quite a bit. Good. Spoilers. Can you um, <laughs> tell us what the Neapolitan thing was? Oh, yeah. Do you um, remember it? Because <laughs> I not don't. Not as such. Right. It, basically, as you said, the question was... Was it something about like uh, like redheads, blondes, and brunettes or something? Yeah. The Neapolitan of ice cream? Trying to decipher Homer's um, code, and you said, what's... what's uh, <laughs> Vanilla, or what's what would yellow? Probably oh. Asian. I know it's all on tape. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm that starting, sounds offensive. It's starting to come back now. Uh, yeah, that sounds offensive. Don't make, get me started on uh, pistachio ice cream. Oh, what? Why do you not like it? No. <laughs> or okay, <laughs> you're fine with it. I, I can't think of any green um, slurs green, involving green, green skins. Green, well, I mean, if you go with like the Power Rangers. Um, it's like the Jews because they like money. Oh God, come <laughs> on. 
I'm going. I'm, oh, I'm literally going off of the college humor. That's the college humor. Skin. Zordon's yeah. a racist. Or Zordon's yeah. a racist. Yeah, that's that was, all, I'm not saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the views reflected on two bad neighbors. Do not necessarily reflect the views reflected on two bad neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that little yeah, catchphrase. Uh, <laughs> that should be out. Of, that should be on the back of the T-shirt. That's right, yeah. <laughs> there you go. You're building your merchandise brand from there the ground go. up. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, we need some fuck Al Jean T-shirts. Obviously. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is that Listeners, slander? if you have any suggestions, know. send them in. If it's written, it's libel. <laughs> you want it slander. on a shirt, they'll Slander's do spoken. it. <laughs> if you want it on a shirt, we'll do it. <laughs> uh, that would be a fun one, though. Fuck Al Jean. Yeah. <laughs> Just like his face. <laughs> That's covered by freedom of speech, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> He's a relatively public figure. Yeah. so He can take it. He's doing fine. <laughs> yeah. It rolls right off their back. I wonder if this will ever like get to him. Oh, I hope that we not. like disparage him all the time on this podcast. I hope not. I kind of hope it does, just to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll want to come on the show. Oh, um, there's a chair waiting for him. T- yeah, it's right over there. <laughs> if you're listening, Algene, this is all meant in jest. We yeah. actually have a lot of respect for you and what you do, um, and we would love to have you on the. We podcast. would love to have you on the podcast. If you want to call in, that'd be dope. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they'll remove your face from the dartboard on the wall. That's right. Yes. Well, <laughs> part of it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Springfield with a dollar sign. The uh, plot synopsis. Yes. Springfield decides to legalize gambling to revitalize its economy. That's it? Yep. <laughs> I guess that's all you need. Yeah. And zaniness ensues. Ar- arguably the... Serious zaniness ensues. Argu- yeah, like I mean, arguably that's the, the, the premise. That's but the premise, the, right? That's the, the plot, premise. as it were, is more about how Marge becomes addicted to gambling. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. Um, it's not just, this is one of my favorite parts about this episode. It's not just Marge. It's not just Marge's story, a story about her becoming uh, addicted to gambling. That's a big part of it, definitely. That's like the right? family's. Yeah, uh, that's the family side. But you also have Homer's adventure of being a, uh, of being a dealer. A dealer. You have Bart and his casino. Mm-hmm. You have Burns's story. Right. Mm-hmm. And you also have Lisa and her pageant. Right. Yeah. And like, sure, it's all like the, the best part is they're all interconnected by the casino. Right. By the casino opening. And it's what makes this one of the best episodes of the season. Totally. Um, that there is no B plot. Right. Yeah, yeah. In the same way that there is no real A plot. It's uh, this this episode really feels like a hyperlink uh, a hyperlink story, like um, you know, like like those, I guess, shitty comedies like Love Actually, and um, great dramas like Traffic. There's no shitty comedies like Love Actually. There's only Love Actually. Well, no, there's also <laughs> Valentine's Day and uh, different level. Uh, that's that's <laughs> shittier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you want to hear our reasons. full thoughts on Love Actually, <laughs> yeah, check out the old Cinepals back catalog. Yeah, there's a whole episode about it. Yeah. We didn't like it. No. <laughs> oh, I got an email. This again? <laughs> <laughs> no, not this again. Anyway, right. um, that's that's kind of what I, I, I thought of this episode. It was like one of its greatest strengths is that it's all over the place, which is kind of weird to say because I've said the same thing that is a big weakness about some episodes, but this one makes it work. Makes Yeah, it makes it... It it helps that it's it's all over the place, but it's more or less confined to the casino. Yeah. And casino so that, and home. Yeah. yeah. So that makes it more 
uh, succinct, I guess. Yeah. Um, this episode was uh, written by Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. The uh, not be showrunners yet. Not showrunners yet, but soon. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it's a nice look at things to come, I feel. Um, and directed by Wes Archer. And uh, we have two people in the guest house this time around. Mm-hmm. Jerry Cooney and Robert Goulet, both playing themselves. Now, do you know the uh, the backstory of the uh, forgotten guest stars for this episode? Uh, was it Joe Frazier? No. No? There's three Is big names. Okay. <clears throat> so, do you know who created Planet Hollywood? Uh, no. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis. So, okay. Matt Groening was told that if he put Planet Hollywood in an episode, they would appear as guest stars. So, he's very excited for it. So, this episode originally had a whole Planet Hollywood uh, theme or uh, side plot, I guess, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. And uh, so, because he wanted those guest stars to come on, obviously, big, huge names. Um, and it kind of fell through. Uh, from my limited research, there's no real known reason why. But because of that, they decided to bring on some other guest stars, Robert Goulet and Jerry Cooney, and just have them play themselves. Um, but yeah, so it was almost almost had those three guest stars. Now, I don't think any of them have ever guested on The Simpsons that I know of. Um, nope. Yeah. <laughs> so, so never happened. Maybe they just didn't like the show. I don't know. Well, um, I mean, there's a... You have the fake Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, in the movie. Rainier Wolfcastle. Yeah. Right, so who for some reason is played playing Schwarzenegger instead of Rainier Wolfcastle? Oh yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, that's so weird because it like at the time uh, there was the whole governor of uh, California mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger, and they're like, oh, maybe he'll be president one day. That'd be um, hilarious. That's a constitutional right? clusterfuck. Wouldn't it be weird if like some guy in the entertainment business was president with no political experience? Yeah, yeah, that's a funny joke The Simpsons made then. It was a funny joke, wasn't it? Yeah. We're all laughing now. Did you guys see the election results? I didn't. What happened? (laughs) It's a landslide. Yes, on 32. (laughs) Oh, my God. uh, That was such a great episode to watch. We went to, when we went to Simpsons Trivia, they played Much of Who About Nothing. The, the deportation episode. Oh, yeah. And it was... It's, it's eerie how topical it is right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's all about, you know, getting rid of all the immigrants. Yeah, and, and like with Homer's speech at the end where he's like, no on 24, no on 24. He's like, like, the Im- like immigrants are all of us. Yeah. Like, we're all immigrants. You and know, you so. think that it's going to be like this inspiring story and like everybody wins, but then Kent Brockman, it's a landslide. <laughs> yes on 24. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I the guess... The record 98%. <laughs> So it's the mainstream American media polls that all preceded the election when, you know, they were giving Trump an 8%, 4% chance. And whoopsie. What what an impossibility it is for Trump to become president. But let's treat him like a serious candidate on TV. Just, you know, (laughs) prop him up as a joke. Some people are going to take that seriously. Yeah, it's a a mess, you guys. Uh, (laughs) I've had a good week. (laughs) For all our American listeners, we apologize. We're... Happy here in Trudeau's Canada. <laughs> Sorry, real Jims. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. He's from Ohio, right? Yeah, he's from yeah. Ohio. What have you done, real Jims? <laughs> you told us. <laughs> when you told you were us on, there was nothing to was, worry about. It was a Clinton. It was a blue state. <laughs> <laughs> Look what happened. That was before they, re, they re-released those emails. Oh, boy. Yeah. Tell, me, tell me about those emails. Am yeah, right? I mean, come on. Emails. Mm. Anthony Weiner's Weiner. Is there, 
How can you not lose to that? Didn't the like FBI director say like, oh, we have no idea if these emails are even relevant? It's like, yeah, why he, did you bring them up? Yeah. People need to know. Yeah, that's a three days before the election. Really? Anyway, <laughs> just to touch on a Simpson slash Trump related um, tidbit that's going mm. around a bit oh, right yeah. now. The so-called prediction yeah. or you know, tongue-in-cheek reference, I suppose. In the is it um, Lisa? The Lisa flash forward. Um, oh yeah, the to presidency. Uh, what's that? called casino, again? they go to the casino, the Spirit Quest. I can never remember the title. Uh, Bart to the Future. Yeah, and yeah. she she when says when Lisa's well, president. Yeah, she's you know meeting with her cabinet. And she says we've been left quite a, a deficit by President Trump. Yeah, and, so Simpsons woo! did it. Wow. It's funny though because of that, uh, there was a like there was a uh, a video going around that like showed like almost like a shot for shot remake of like Trump descending this like escalator with in Simpson form that people were like, "Wow, this happened before this happened in real life." Well, it's ir- it, it's not; it's fake. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> but but the in the episode Bar to the Future, she does mention Trump. So that's. Uh, I mean, at the time, they thought they were being really funny, right? That's super funny. A chilling prediction of things to come. <laughs> this reporter blame, <laughs> places the blame on Solely you. on you, the viewer. The viewer. At the risk of being unpopular. Oh, anyway, so that's, okay. uh, that's the politic talk here on Two Bad Neighbors. Uh, uh, hopefully at the end of that. Yeah, well, like how was that? Two Bad Pundits? Two, Two Ben Pudnets, yeah. That's oh, I forgot about that those guys. Our, that is our yeah. <laughs> political talk. I really segment. did forget about those guys because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they are us. Are they right? are us. We are us. We are us. So this episode we begins. We are Marshall. Shut up. This episode <laughs> begins with <laughs> with uh, a newsreel. Uh, was it News on Parade by News on Parade presents News, news. on Parade Corporation, Corporation News. news. <laughs> um, and it's talking about uh, you know uh, the state of the world, um, Springfield specifically. It's good. Yeah, Professor Rubbermouth is from Springfield. Aqua cars, aqua cars, Springfield galoshes, Springfield galoshes. Um, Streets are paved with gold. Uh, yeah. So, and it's uh, you know a city on the grow. So watch out, Utica. Uh, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that a is that a clue that maybe we're in New York State? Anyway, um, it might be a clue that we're in the um, New England area. All right, all right, that's fair. Um, so, uh, a couple things to mention, uh, they talk about the, um, <laughs> Amos and Andy show, yeah. uh, which is a comedy show, comedy radio show from 1929 to 1954, sure which starred two white men who affected black dialects, quote unquote. So I think the joke here obviously is, oh, surprise, he's a white man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey Hello, <there>. everybody. <laughs> it's like, huh. Oh, that's, that's too bad. Um, and aqua cars actually were a thing. Yep, that existed. They sure were. Um, they could be driven on land and would operate like a boat in the water. Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson had one on his ranch near Johnson City, Texas, and it was on display there as late as 1983. Weird. Yeah. Still don't have them now. I wonder why. I think they'd be good. You think they'd be good? They'd be fun in Alberta. Not in Alberta. I just mean in general. Oh, in okay. World. 
I would, I would. I think I would you'd have, have a lot car. of people on the coast just driving out into the open ocean <laughs> and then just being dead. There'd be like new rules or new laws about, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. crossover shark. between, you know, highway law and maritime law. Yeah, would just be a, <laughs> a nightmare. You want to get married? Just drive out into the ocean to international <laughs> waters. I thought we were going to make out points. <laughs> Declare yourself a sea captain. It'd be a lot easier for the mob to dispose of bodies. Just roll down the window. Yeah. <laughs> pop open the trunk and watch it float, float away. away to safety. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so, uh, and it turns out Grandpa and Jasper are watching this in uh, movie theater. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they leave and they uh, flash forward to present day when the city is not really doing well anymore. No, it's like Detroit. Ooh. Take that, Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Detroit. I've never Detroit. been. I don't know. Just, is it bad? Have you seen the movie It Follows? Yeah. That's that's just Detroit. Oh, like a monster chases you if you yeah. go to Detroit? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> don't want to go there. A monster no one else can see. Yeah, that's sometimes naked. Yeah. And if you have sex with someone, it transfers. Yeah. That's why the prostitution ring is so high in Detroit. An STD monster follows you around. <laughs> in Detroit. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Well... Sorry to our, all our Detroit listeners, <laughs> if we have any. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. So, uh, but then, you know, they're talking about how shitty Springfield is. Um, and uh, a bum asks Grandpa for money. <laughs> I love his response, actually. Like, do you have any change? Yes, and you're not getting any. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been tempted to say that to panhandlers, but I feel like it's really cruel. It's really cruel. <laughs> Uh, that's the, but it's really funny to me. That that same joke, white man. That same joke is used in um, the Jim Carrey classic "Liar Liar." Oh yeah, yeah. Do you have any spare change? Yes, yes, yes I do. Could you spare some? Yes, I yes, could. I could. <laughs> well, will you? No. Mm. Why not? Because I believe you will buy booze with it. <laughs> I just want to get to my car to the office without being confronted by the decay of Western society. <laughs> Plus, I'm cheap. <laughs> Uh, that's a funny movie. I love that movie. Yeah. It's one of my favorite comedies. Jim Carrey at his peak. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He's just going nuts in that movie. And Until the, the number same... 23, of course. Yeah, of When course. he peaked again. Great movie. <laughs> Great movie. Um, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but the, it's the exact same joke. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's, and it's cruel, but it's... Except s- Grandpa isn't affected by magic that forces him to tell the truth. That's true. He's just an asshole. <laughs> he's, just an ass. he's just a coot. He's just a crazy... He is not a yeah. crackpot. Uh, yeah, he's not a crackpot. <laughs> um, and then, of course, goes in to get money from Social Security or whatever it is. Which is 100% his right. Yeah. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah. Um, but the city needs to revitalize its economy. Uh, so they hold a town meeting, as they are wont to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, Skinner, of all people, mm-hmm. uh, comes up with the idea of legalizing gambling, um, which is interesting. I, it's inter- like I forgot that it's him who brings it up first until we watched it today. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, everyone murmurs in, <laughs> in excitement, and so he tries to tack on a little school rider to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and silence. <laughs> I mean that's that's what the um that's what the lottery is usually used for like state sponsored right. lotteries yeah. is like it goes to public schools watch John Oliver's bit on it um and it doesn't not uh, the lottery by Shirley Jackson no not that one throw that in the fire which is a chilling tale uh, of conformity gone wrong 
toss. <laughs> uh, references. All right, go on. And um, so the the whole idea of legalized gambling being used to fund public education is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the person who's going to build a casino is Mr. Burns. Yes. Right. Uh, and he's going to build it on the old waterfront. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Marge is for it. Yeah. Which is a plot point. Yeah. <laughs> Marge is for legalized well, gambling. Well, because, I mean, up to this point, we've had at least two instances of a town meeting where Marge She's against the monorail. Dissent. Yeah. And... I can't remember the other one. I can't either. I'm pretty sure there's one other, though. Yeah. Might be wrong. Maybe it's just the monorail one. And that one was so well-known that it was easy to make this joke already. Yeah. But um, correct us if we're wrong, listeners. And, uh, but so <laughs> I do like the, you know, is there anyone who's against this? And everyone's like, oh, probably Marge. Marge is Marge. probably against yeah. It's from Marge. <laughs> Everyone turns to look at her. Yeah, um, but she's yeah, she's actually for it. And um, oh, itchy and scratchy, maybe would have been. Oh the yeah, thing she it's, was it could have been one of those. Against. Yeah, yeah, itchy and scratchy and Marge. Um, but so they uh, decide to do it, um, make the casino happen, and uh, <laughs> we finally done something for the children. Cut to just immediate debauchery outside of town hall. Because that's exactly what legalized gambling leads to, everybody. It <laughs> leads to debauchery, sex, sex fornication, drugs, drinking, and post- prostitution. Murder, probably. Yeah, probably murder. At least, like, roughing people up. Yeah. Um, so just just don't do it. We should play poker again, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I, I want to play some poker. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> 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 Good bit. Good bit. It's funny in a town like Springfield, which we've already pointed out numerous times, is <laughs> has mob rule. Yeah. And the like the mafia has a strong presence there. There's a lot of, of criminality that already exists in the city <laughs> and suddenly gam- legalized gambling is like the big moral vice that they're concerned about. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, like the whole reason Mr. Burns gets to build it is because of the whole mob rule idea. Because you know, people are saying things and everyone's cheering and then Burns just jumps in. I can build, I, I can build it and further my stranglehold on this town. Yay! Yay! <laughs> like, they're not even thinking because um, they're just so enamp- like enraptured by the the whole idea of uh, new things. Shiny. Uh, pretty lights, money. Give it to my face hole. <laughs> <laughs> so. They're not very smart, is yeah. what we're saying. Um, and then we get... Uh, Burns uh, designing or uh, seeing designs for the new ho- new uh, sorry new casino. Classic rule of three joke. Yeah, so we got the uh, British one. Fresh um, in your drink, Governor. <laughs> All true Brits. From Sussex, they are. Fresh in your drink, Governor. There it is. <laughs> uh, the Woodstock guy, which isn't even a casino. I love Whoa. I love this guy. Because uh, he comes on and he's just like, "All right, uh, okay, well, next, whoa, whoa hey, whoa, just give me a second to get my mind around. Next, <laughs> get out." <laughs> and then the sea captain and the sea captain who's designing a ship, yeah, uh, and he says, "We're designing a casino." He says, "Can you give me five minutes?" <laughs> And so Mr. Burns designs it himself, and it's gorgeous. I like the idea that the sea captain just put, like, maybe, like, legs on the boat, and, like, <laughs> yeah, you're, this is your casino. There's a parking it lot looks under like the a legs. Boat. <laughs> it just looks like a it's boat. It's just a boat. It's, it's nautical-themed. Um, 
But yeah, he designs it himself. Uh, he knows what people want. And he needs to have sex appeal and a catchy name. That's right. So, of course, it's Mr. Burns as a mermaid. Yep. Merman? Merman. Yeah. Um, but he still has the bra on. Still has the bra, yeah. So. Sex appeal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the name of the casino is Mr. Burns Casino. Yep. <laughs> so he nailed it. He really did. <laughs> and it's a huge hit. Yeah. Um, Homer is uh, named as one of the dealers. Uh, yeah. So he gets to work there. One of his other lifelong dreams. <laughs> Aside from appearing on the gong show. And uh, owning the Dallas Cowboys. Right. What are some other ones? Uh, eating, eating a giant, giant hoagie. Um, I think it was... Running naked, running onto, naked a onto a baseball, baseball field. field. Idiot ruins Gabe. Well, he dreams big. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. He's accomplished... He's accomplished all of them, except for owning the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. He well, owned the, the Denver, Denver Broncos. Broncos. I mean... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, the Denver Broncos. We'll get there. I know <laughs> it'll be great. We might have to do a two-parter on that one. Might you have need to, have to do like, something special. Might it. have to have like all of our guests on for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's too many. It's no. too, I don't have enough microphones, man. <laughs> but like they'll trade off. Oh, okay. Yeah, just send in the line here. Next. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> but. So uh, what else happens in the casino? We get quite a few uh, kind of quick, like in Act 2 here, uh, we get lots of little little quick bits. This is where like the, uh, the vignettes I'm talking about really mm-hmm. start to like flesh out. And because of this, because the vignettes are, are so full of characters we already know mm-hmm. and so full of, uh, of, of humor, like this is just a huge, this, this episode is massive on like the bang 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 rapidity of the jokes like it just like right they just come they're they steamroll each other almost right and like it kind of starts out relatively slow with the with with the with the city on the grow and then homer finding the glasses in the toilet right um because those are just like some basic jokes and they're very very funny but then as soon as the second act comes in it's just they're barreling into each other that the jokes have barely any time to get their laugh out because yeah. the next one's coming so fast. And right? we set up the some of the stuff that will pay off in Act 3 with Definitely. Lisa's uh, such a well-written geography uh, contest. Was it? Costume contest? Pageant. Pageant, right? Geography pageant. Geography yeah. pageant. Yeah. Which it's such a well-written <laughs> episode. Is it a thing? Yeah, it's is that a thing? That's something like that I just assumed was a thing they it's did in de- the States. It's definitely not a thing. Okay. It's definitely it not. Be. It seems um, kind of tied to that presidential... Um, presentation they had, right, yeah, yeah. song and dance. It's just a very patriotic school. And that was for President's Day, though. So this is for this is just for fun. It seems <laughs> Veterans Day. <laughs> I don't know. Civil well, War. Well, they have Memorial Day, Day and Veterans Day, so yeah. they got lots of time to remember those yeah. fine folks. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> but uh, the other thing about the like the rapid fire stuff is it makes syndication cuts a lot easier. <laughs> Yes, it does. Um, one that I know for sure is cut for syndication is the Rain Man bit. The Rain that's Man right. and yeah. I believe Krusty's Midnight Show. Oh, his show. Midnight Show. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, both of those I had only, you know, I didn't remember them DVD. as well, so I assume I just saw them when I started watching the DVDs. Yeah, I think you're right. But um, they're cut for the better, I think. <laughs> I actually really like Krusty's. Uh, yeah, the crusty one doesn't bit. bother me much. The Rain Man one, I think, is a bit of a misfire. To I don't be think either of them really fit with The Simpsons at all. Like in terms of uh, the world or just this episode? 
or both? Um, just the world, just the style of humor. Like they usually, when they do any kind of more adult joke, it's a lot more subtle. Yeah, that's true. It's it's like the Rain Man one's really blatant. Um, like if you don't know Rain Man, you'd be like, "What's happening? Why is yeah. this strange man <laughs> screaming?" That one's um, yeah, yeah. Um, I've definitely been seeing episodes of the versions of this episode where that one's cut. Um, almost every time I've seen this one, though, the, the, the crusty one has been in there. Okay. And the reason I, I don't like remember it, it as well either, but yeah. is because it's super in character for crusty. Like, oh, sure. It's like, it's just, it's so on the money for who crusty is. Sure. It might slow things down a bit, but I just, for some reason, I love that the joke just leaves us hanging there with literally both sides just sitting in silence. Sitting <laughs> we'll just sit here in silence for the next 90 minutes. Fine with, Fine us. with us. And he just sits down and looks at the audience. And I just like to imagine as soon as it cuts them still there. Yeah. It literally goes for 90 minutes. Yeah. I, I just find that very funny in my brain. So that's why it works. I can see why it wouldn't because it's not traditionally very funny, mm-hmm. but as far as like a character based joke, if you're going to use crusty in that situation, that is, it is the most appropriate one. Yeah, sure. I'll take that. I guess. And tying to what you were saying about the joke being so rapid fire, that's one of the only places you actually do get to catch your breath because (laughs) they're using that silence for great effect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they do. But uh, what, but I can't really defend (laughs) the rain, the rain man one. And it's weird to me because they have a different scene. That's cut from the episode that we see in the 130. The James episode. Bond one, spectacular, yeah. That would work way better, yeah, um, than the Rain Man scene. Lose, I'll never lose. Because I feel like you know, even though it's still like kind of like more or less a a joke, you need to know, you know, need to know who James Bond is. James Bond is a pretty like ubiquitous, yeah. Like he's everyone knows who James Bond is, arguably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would argue. You know what I mean? Um, like he's so prevalent in the cultural consciousness that it's it's a joke that would work a lot better than Rain Man, whereas... At this point, Rain Man is a five-year-old movie, a five-year-old um, Academy Award-winning movie. it come out movie. in 88? It came out in 88, 89, something like okay, that. Yeah. Um, four or five years old, and it um, it's just like, it's a road trip drama, and it's like... Oh, I've seen it. No, I, I know, I know. I but love like, it. I'm talking I think it's about a great movie. I'm talking about like how much it permeates the zeitgeist, right? Right, R- rather than James Bond. Well, I think it, I think it permeates um, most adults and most you know film historians. I guess uh, like anyone who knows film well enough will know the movie Ring Man. But I just think that uh, if you put them on par with James Bond, it's nowhere near it. You know, no, I mean? it's like, not a contest. Anyone who hasn't even seen a James Bond movie knows who James Bond is. It might be, and even if you know that there is a movie called Rain Man that Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise are in, and you know won some Oscars, whatever, you still wouldn't. You'd be like, "Is this that Rain Man thing?" Because like those characters kind of look like those two actors, but I don't really know the movie, so I don't. Um, so it just yeah, it just seems weird. And I, I also the other, the other reason is that it's just I don't think it's that funny. <laughs> no, it's not you a know? very funny like, joke. It's, it's one thing to make it. Uh, out of something that isn't that well known or whatnot, but it's another to make it funny. And I just don't think it suits the humor that well. And it seems like the joke is, oh, look how much Homer is similar to this, you know, mentally challenged man. And I don't think that's that funny. <laughs> is that the joke? Uh, that's is what that, it seems like no, to me. It, yeah, like that's, that's how, I, how I read it. Yeah. yeah, like he, you know, he's like, you know, uh, I mean, I think part of the joke too is that Homer catches on that he's counting cards and then asks him to do it again. But 
isn't like you know oh, how dare you ca- count cards at the casino he's just like yeah, oh, that's yeah. really cool I, I mean like and so it's his childlike wonder to that but then it, the next part of the joke is you know oh I have to go and he starts screaming and pounding his head which is something the character does in the movie right and it's it's not for laughs it's actually like you know this person is having a distressful moment and it's played for laughs in the episode with Homer doing the same thing and being like it's just it's odd I don't know how to, it else is. to describe no, it no it's it's weird it's definitely weird. Um, but it also leads us, like, not that joke, but this this series of vignettes leads us to uh, Bart's Casino. Yeah. Which is a great little place that this episode goes to just Fabulous. mine for laughs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, arguably, that's the B-plot. Arguably. You, if you had to pick one, because it doesn't really tie in with any of the other storylines. It's just something that's happening also. Yeah. Um, the best part about it, though, is that it happens because of the casino, and it affects things uh, going on in the casino while Bart's casino was still happening. Yeah, right? to a very small degree. A yeah. very small degree, but like um, like how Bart essentially kidnaps Robert Goulet. Yes. That, um, that affects, he goes of his own volition. Yeah, that affects, <laughs> that affects Burns' casino. Yeah. And they even talk about it, right? And it's like, what happened with this? What happened with this? And um, Start defying, who was it? Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just a... Uh, it's it's the best like if we're gonna call it the B plot and why not? Um, it's it's one of the best kinds of B oh, yeah. plots. Like it, uh, it can survive it's on its own, well. yeah. but it's so thematically linked to the A plot and it also affects the A plot. And it's funny. And it's Bart super is a funny. genius, you guys. Right? He's an entrepreneur. He truly can do anything he sets his mind to. Absolutely, <laughs> he does it. Not even over a commercial break. <laughs> he does it in a in, in a, a smash cut. In a smash cut. Like to the point the that it like somehow somehow gets word back to the casino because the yeah. the little pimply faced teen ga- guy comes and like investigates me. like oh well he sure showed me <laughs> like it he, it's not, that's the oh yeah thank you for bringing that up uh, he is a genius yeah he's, he's he's a smart kid yeah he's such a smart kid and it's like he's he's got a craps table he's got he's got. He's got entertainment. Yep. He's got yeah, milk. He's got gambling odds. Lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Odd. He's got gambling odds. Krabappel's nervous, nervous, nervous breakdown. breakdown. Fat kid becomes cool. Bart gets, Bart his, gets his, own his own TV show. show. Um, was that a thousand to one or a hundred to one? I think it was like a one hundred thousand to one. Yeah. I think the fat kid becoming cool is fifty to one and uh, two uh, to one for two to Krabappel. one for yeah Krabappel. <laughs> and he'll make sure that happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's got a lot of money riding on that one. But like he's got he's got cards going on. He's got craps going on. He's He's got acts. He's yeah, yeah. It's he's he wears his bow tie and his little Mel Zets shoot oh, yeah. suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you're Mel Zets. Yeah, um, and it's great. It's he's he's got such a great thing going, and uh, we also get like a couple of uh, Billhouse uh, pratfalls and gags. <laughs> Just to throw in some physical humor, <laughs> which is so great. The cat yeah. goes in. <laughs> Two cats, they both attack. I mean, Lois is the best. Yeah. <laughs> Gets hit in the face with a mic. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry, kid. Okay. Um, I, when, I was in, um, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I was really into the band Taking Back Sunday. Of course you were. Sure, yeah. Uh, and their lead singer does like crazy mic spins and yeah. all that sort of thing, like Roger Daltrey level <laughs> times 10. Right. Yeah. And uh, like one of the one of the videos that you can see on YouTube is, is him spinning his microphone around the around around the stage, and it just wails the bassist in the <laughs> face. Just 
bam, uh. and there's blood oh. everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Just goes everywhere. Oh. So did he finish the set? Uh, oh yeah, he's a bassist. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they are. He could do it blind. They are the spine of the band. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he has to. I thought I thought you were gonna say it hit someone in the audience, and that no, no, he hit the bassist. That's, that's fine then, and just he knew what you were signing up for. <laughs> Spurt, <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, so what, what's what's one of the other big uh, storylines? Mr. Burns obviously is a big one. Uh, Mr. Happening. Burns is Howard Hughes it's becoming Howard Hughes yeah. slowly. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing. I just want to point out, we've talked about this before, another thing that, a joke that works despite its pop culture leaning or its historical leaning. It's I had Howard no Hughes. idea. He's such a, like, at the, at the time, the aviator hadn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> Most people, like, the thing I is, have no idea who Howard Hughes was. Yeah, in this time. I still don't. Who would? Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, is that the guy? I don't know. Um, Got a long beard? And most most, most people wouldn't know anything about him because he was a big deal in the... 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, right? But he'd been dead for a while at this point. But it's the kind of storyline that just works so well for Burns. It's so funny. That it doesn't matter if it's, you know the reference. Mm-hmm. It's the same as Burns' as Citizen Kane. Yeah. It just works. Yeah. It's just like peanut butter and jam. Goes and together just, very well. And it's great, like, growing up and learning about the like the Howard Hughes stuff. And, the, and so, like, oh, that's, like, just an added layer to that joke. But the yeah. jokes themselves work so like get these Kleenex boxes off my feet and what the, jars, the of jars of urine. Oh, we'll hang on to those. Uh, hop in. To, we'll take the spruce moose. Yeah, hop, hop in. in. I said hop in. Those are all so funny. They're like they're ingrained in my brain as like just pieces of this episode that Freemasons run were the always. That was one that I didn't. I didn't understand what they were saying. <laughs> a, I couldn't understand the words. Oh, B, yeah. even once I realize what they were saying i'm like what's a freemason so <laughs> but like stuff like holding a gun to yeah. your assistant saying hop into a model and then him <laughs> saying but sir and then being serious about it and then cutting away yeah that's such a great joke yeah. for uh, a young uh, delinquent like myself poor smithers because <laughs> you're like smithers. what happened after that yeah what did smithers do yeah he survived yeah. so i mean he must have hopped in <laughs> I guess. Did he just go along with it? Okay, sir, I'll be right behind you or something. I don't know. Anyway, we don't want to deconstruct the joke too much, but it's great. It, it is an excellent joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we get to the Marge stuff. Um, this is our first uh, taste of Marge's gambling problem, which is, becomes a, a running gag throughout, this, throughout the series, which I really like. The gambling problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was it? The, do you remember the episode where he asked her... Um, how, how much were your gambling were your, losses last year? Yeah. When they go $6, to dollars $6,400. <laughs> Just like very... Yeah. Like, this doesn't go it. away. Yeah. This was, begins and doesn't go away. When Krusty... Krusty's a tax fraud. Yeah. And they take, turn Krusty Burger into IRS Burger. Oh, yeah. That's the one. He has to fill out the form. Yeah. 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 Let's so, see. He's like, hmm, Carry let's the see. one, yeah, take yeah. away. He's got his glasses, yeah. whenever, which he only has when he's doing something like calculating things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is another running gag I really like, by the way. We've never really talked about the fact that Homer has glasses when he needs to. Yeah. Like it's when a right he's doing... triangle, you idiot. <laughs> Don't. Oh, God, that's a good joke. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, so Marge. Begins her gambling problem, or learns of her gambling problem, uh, as it were, uh, in this episode, with 
basically finding a quarter on the ground. Yeah, something very simple. And asking first if any if, the, if there's a loss and found, which is such a Marge thing to do. Yeah. Um, I wonder how Ife would feel about that. How would he feel? <laughs> I don't get that. I don't know. He doesn't like Marge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, and she decides, oh, what the hey, I'll just put it in one of these slot machines. You know, pulls it, and then starts walking away, just assuming, you know, that's it. That's what people do. They put a quarter in, watch the thing spin, and then put more money in. And I don't have more money, so I'm going to leave. And, of course, she gets a small little win. Uh, she gets, looks like, about four quarters back. Yep. So she's like... She does the, the sound, which I think is like the the seed of gambling in her brain. Mm-hmm. It's like, hmm. Like, oh, I could do this for a long time and make a lot of money. And that's the gambler's high, my friends. Yes, it is. We've all felt it. Yes, we have. I know you felt it. Yep. I know you felt it. <laughs> yep. And I've definitely felt it. Yep. It's, More uh, so with poker and with my friends than at actual casinos, as Janelle knows. Home. Yeah, definitely stay at home. <laughs> Uh, I tried. Janelle and I went to a casino once and tried to gamble a little bit, uh, just like the Gray Eagle Casino here. Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Calgary. And uh, of course, you like kept winning. <laughs> Not like every time, but like enough that like you know enough you kept I was building. In the green. Yeah, yeah, kept building a, a profit as it were. And I, I would be like, all right, well, I'll put ten dollars in. Lose, 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 lose. It's all gone. That w- took two seconds. What I don't understand. Why do people like this? I was so mad. <laughs> what I liked about specifically the Gray Eagle and maybe more casinos do this is that they just print it out now. So right, there so it's was, not actual physical cash. No, it's, you're not having to carry like they are in the episode giant containers of coins. Yeah, I assume most uh, like Vegas and that probably have gone digital route more so as well you would think yeah that is, would make sense is it true do you know i don't know i've oh, never okay. been to vegas obviously oh. i can't i, I think some I, can't, of the, I can't go they don't let me there anymore i won't the I won't larger go. um payout ones for sure and things like penny slots nickel slots they still have them but you have to put in a certain you know you have yeah. the minimum is five dollars and then you get you know 500 spins yeah which tends to work out better than someone just sitting there plugging in chump change yeah it's true um but yeah, obviously when this episode aired, it was still the 90s. And so less digital world. Yeah. And so that was uh, the normal thing. So they had the little cups of quarters. Do you remember even, James a... Coburn's infomercials on how to, how to beat the one-armed bandits? Vaguely, yes. Yeah. Now that He's you like, mention it. Bell, yeah. Yeah. I'm James Coburn. I'm James Coburn. Slot machines. One-armed <laughs> bandits. I'll teach you how to beat them. <laughs> send me money and I'll send you this video. I'm James <laughs> Coburn. I was in the Magnificent Seven. <laughs> Let me tell you about Yul Brynner. He was a real diva queen. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was verbatim. What yeah, you no, it, it sounds exact. So, um, that was a perfect. Coburn. Hopefully, we don't have to pay Coburn for that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can't get water from a stone. We have nothing. <laughs> so Marge gets addicted to gambling. She does, and uh, it uh, causes some strife. Uh, Maggie almost gets e- eaten by a tiger. Yeah, uh, Gunter and Ernst. Yeah, I think is this their this is the their first, first appearance, appearance yep. of Gunter and Ernst, uh, Siegfried and Roy. Pretty obvious yeah. parallel to Siegfried yeah. and Roy. Uh, and their tiger Anastasia. Anastasia. Um, she loves people, show business. What? <laughs> Some people might also see this as a, a, as a eerie, eerie prediction. prediction. Yeah. Yes, ten years later, Siegfried 
was it Siegfried or Roy who got mauled or got attacked? They're interchangeable. Yeah, whatever. One of them. Uh, <laughs> one of them got attacked by their tiger. Um, actually, th- someone asked uh, the writer, I, one of the writers, I believe, uh, either Oakley or Weinstein, uh, about like the fact that this was a prediction, quote unquote. And they're like, I mean, it's t- it's two guys working with a tiger. It was bound to happen. It's not, you know, it's not really a prediction because it's just so logical conclusion. Yeah, it's like, it's just like, uh, you know, sorry to bring up something that some people might find very sad, but like, um, Crocodile Hunter. Oh yeah, you know when he got killed by one of the many anim- dangerous animals he interacts with. It's like, how's his life going to end? Or Grizzly Man, the yeah, movie Grizzly, or Grizzly Man. Man. It's how's like that? this man's hanging out with bears all the time. Or Blackfish. When's he gonna? Yeah, or Blackfish. <laughs> when, are, when are these whales gonna murder their captors? <laughs> Yeah. Life, uh, life finds uh, a way. Find, finds a way <laughs> <laughs> to murder you. Well, there it is. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, they <laughs> the weird moment in the episode. I'm is glad when, we're going to bring this. Yeah, up. when yeah. they encounter this weird hick guy. <laughs> it must be awesome to be in show business. <laughs> yeah, you know we're having a party later. Party, we'll a party tonight. tonight. Oh yeah, party tonight. And it's like, why is he? Why did he say it like that? <laughs> is this? Why did you say is that? It code for something? Because it seems if, like he's you know I, doing I, it I with a wink. I assumed it was just they're looking for some really banal conversation so that we could cut away, cut to, away, and not have to, to worry Maggie? about what the rest of the, yeah, the but, talk is. But, yeah, you're the, right. but the now way it he seems says it, so... and I wonder if like written, it's I, it, it was like that. You know, like uh, like oh hey, it must be fun being in show business. Oh yeah, we're having a party tonight. Cut away. But then for some reason, uh, who is it? It's probably Hank. Um, I'm trying to think of the. Oh, I think it's. Who does the voice of um, of this this particular one who says "party tonight"? Hold on, let me get the voice in my brain. We're having a party tonight. I, I think you're right. I, I think, think it's Hank. Hank. Yeah, uh, and he just says it like that. And I'm thinking in my brain is like, is the password Fidelio? Is <laughs> is the is this is it like some sort of crazy casino orgy that you're going to tonight? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Um, Jesus. <laughs> but because of this, they leave their tiger unattended, and a baby starts pulling on its whiskers. Um, all of the, everything happening here is all just like poorly, <laughs> poorly made by every, poorly cho- chosen by everyone. You shouldn't have a tiger in the casino. No. Yeah. It's like on a leash, like on, just on a leash, just while you're having conversations about orgies. Uh, you shouldn't <laughs> leave your baby unattended in the casino. Um, baby shouldn't pull on tiger's whiskers. <laughs> Maggie looking at you. And and Barney should know the difference between a tiger and a pony. <laughs> and a pony and Bart and Maggie. Yeah. I mean, he's drunk. And he also shouldn't drink quarters. Well, he ends up paying out. So. He does, so it's, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> that makes it fine. Yeah. Um, the uh, what? A, I just want to talk about this moment, though, because it's, it's I mean, obviously it's, it's um, made to show how much Marge has become addicted, but it's a really out-of-character moment for her in a way the like the it, it makes sense to me that it would lead up to that but then as soon as she's like oh thank you so much and then just goes right back to it isn't like terrified of like oh my god i almost like my child almost got killed you know yeah, what i that's mean true yeah. like it's it, it it makes sense the the point leading up to it it's just the, the moment immediately after which i know is like lead in for the continuation of her addiction and for the family having to come and like pry her away and all that stuff and even just the joke right after where Barney says, wow, that's a you know, classic compulsive behavior. But it's just so weird that she doesn't have more of a reaction to the fact that Maggie almost got killed. Well, here's, here's what I think it is, and I agree with you. Um, but I, I think you could look at it from this way. Um, she's like 
she's like, oh, thank you, Barney. Thank you so much. She didn't see anything happen, right? Um, and she was also like... <laughs> yeah, to be fair, she could think Barney's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> she, she could think Barney's crazy. Like, thank you, Barney. Thank you so much. And also, her baby's fine, yeah. right? Her baby's fine. It's like, she's fine. It's fine. Nothing bad happened. <laughs> I was just, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Put more quarters in. More quarters. More quarters. It's yeah. fine, right? So if she wanders away again, someone will bring her back, right? That's no, that's not that's crazy, but it's also the mind of someone who is very much. Have you lost a baby, Greg? No. Is this uh, something that's happened to you? <laughs> is this you're trying to? <laughs> I, I'm trying to apologize okay. to to my to my offspring who is out there somewhere. Oh, I'm sorry what's, for losing you. What's his name? Hey, what's his name? I probably doesn't have the same name now. Oh, well, what did you name him? <laughs> Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> Arnold Wilson. If you're out there. Ar- Arnold Palmer Please Wilson. come home. Greg misses you. I didn't say that. Sorry. <laughs> I just, Greg I hope, is just curious. I, <laughs> he just doesn't miss you. He's just curious if you're still alive. I hope you're fine. But Greg stops sometimes in the grocery store aisle and goes, hmm. <laughs> 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 I wonder. <laughs> But I don't well, wonder too hard. <laughs> well, March, March, you know, one of the main kind of thrusts of the episode is that she's the one thing holding it together and the family disintegrates without her. So, Speaking of, great, which is great. <laughs> give her a little bit of sympathy for, you know, not having her attention on Maggie 24-7 on top of her other four children that she has to take care of. That's true. We are going to um, have to eat this. You know that, right? Ugh. Cloves. Tom Collins mix and no. frozen pie crust. I I don't know. I you mean, not. someone's gonna roulette for it though. It's not yeah. a sure thing, right? Yes, yeah, someone's gonna eat it. One of us is gonna eat it. If it lands on me, I will quit. <laughs> I will quit the podcast. I, if you want to be fair to the episode, you only have to take one bite. That's true. That's true. You only and have, I don't even don't, need to swallow. Yeah, you don't have to swallow just it. You take just a bite take a and bite. then say, "Let's go find mom." Yeah, <laughs> and then theoretically spit it out. I yeah. want my mom. <laughs> uh, so that leads to, <laughs> of course, to a video. <laughs> that 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 of course leads to uh, the Homer needing to go and get Marge, and he thinks that her problem is solved because she won sixty four dollars, um, and. Uh, it's all fine. And he goes back. And unfortunately, Lisa has a bad dream about the boogeyman whom Homer vigorously believes in, mm-hmm. wakes up everybody else in the house and creates a little fortress in his bedroom. Um, he definitely thought somebody was the boogeyman no, beforehand and, and he shot through the door. Not only does he not or does he believe in the boogeyman, he believes that there may be more than one. Yeah. Boogeyman or boogeyman, boogeyman in, in the house. <laughs> There is a race of boogeymen. Yes. <laughs> at least and one. And at least of one's which. here, but I don't want to, you know, you know, be complacent and say, oh, there's only one. There could be more. And they're here to boogie you. They're here, <laughs> here to boogie. And um, there's already a hole in the door. Yeah. He already fired the shotgun at least once. Yeah. At what? I like to think it was Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard some stirring, oh, some, neighborino. I heard something going on in here. <laughs> Homer. Oh, oh, I'll come back dokely. later. <laughs> Oh um, mercy! And he like he almost shoots Marge, arguably. Yeah. Um, that like shot of him like 
shakingly <laughs> bringing the shotgun up to it's the door. Amazing. It's so good. He's like, so, I love that they he's just, like, I am ready to kill for my children. I love that there's several times in The Simpsons where Homer has a shotgun. He just has a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's ready like, in the house. Where he's like, Marge, get, get my, my gun. gun. And he just has one. You yeah. know he has one, right? And That's uh, why I don't like the Cartridge family. I don't like that episode either. I love One of the reasons. Sorry. I love the opening act. Yes. I think the opening act of that episode is great. But the rest of it doesn't make any sense because he's always had a shotgun. Yeah. He's always had a shotgun. And, I mean, he never really knew how to use it, obviously. Um he throws it onto the ground and just <laughs> goes right off. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but like, it's it, it's a, he's a, he's a, he's an American man, and he can have a gun. It's fine. That's his Second Amendment. Second Amendment. That's good. That's fine. Whatever. I mean, say what you want about it. It's in their constitution. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, but the right to bear arms, not the need. Not the need. <laughs> Not the requirement. He can. He can have it. Yeah. He's well, the thing is, he just has a gun like all the time, and it's always a shotgun. Yeah. He always has a shotgun, which is kind of fun. The one episode where he says, "Marge, get my gun," to the <laughs> the plumber guy. God, that's funny. I, I actually <laughs> I didn't even think about the fact that yeah he ha- we've seen him have a shotgun. I always picture it as a handgun when he says that. Yeah. But it makes more sense that it would be a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, like the m- I think it's because shotguns are just. They're better for on car- in cartoons. Better for cartoons. Yeah, they're just yeah. funny. Yeah, right. Like when when Krusty, Him, like if like picture the scene of Marge coming home to the do- hole in the wall and all that stuff, and Homer like coming up with a handgun. Like, no, that's it's terrifying. terrifying. It's yeah. utterly terrifying, and I don't know why. <laughs> but yeah, with a shotgun, for some reason, it's funny. Yeah, with a double barrel shotgun, a ridiculous <laughs> gun. It's just it's funny. And when Krusty's like, "You just keep right on driving," it's the big shotgun, right? It's the, something about the guy on the front porch. <laughs> with the shotgun yeah, yeah. that's like that's probably has rock salt in it, not even like Isn't there also one where uh is it the sexual inadequacy one where they tell Bart to just go like on the roof with the gun? <laughs> yeah. And he does. Yeah. He has the gun. Yeah. And he falls off the roof, doesn't he? Or no, I think it's a bat actually. No, oh yeah, because of the bat. bat. Yeah. yeah. That would be that would be bad if he had a gun. Yeah. But <laughs> I'd like that image of like, yes, yes, fine, go. Yeah. And then it's him climbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um so the the episode culminates in um Homer creating the state of Florida costume for Lisa, which I think <laughs> is good effort on his part. I mean there's a reason From what we see of Homer. There's a reason and why his Lisa pr- DIY didn't, projects. Yeah, there's a reason why Lisa it's didn't better than ask. you know his spice rack or his yeah. And there's a very good reason she didn't ask because she knew it would be something like that, mm-hmm. right? The doghouse. He, he definitely tried. He, he definitely yes. tried really hard. I do like the the final touch of just taping an orange to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny. Does that ding your computer again? No, 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 no. That would be silly. I don't believe you. That would be that would be very silly. It'd be very unprofessional. Extremely unprofessional. So let's just ignore it. All right, good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) Florida is also spelled wrong. Yeah, with an E. (laughs) And she's not a state. She's She's a a monster. monster. Let that sink in, people of Florida. Yeah. Let that sink in. (laughs) America's newest red state. Yeah. Yep. 
Or yep. pink state. Enjoy that for the Trump next state. four years in Trump's America. Oh, it's going to be eight. You think? No. I hope, well... <laughs> I've I been wrong. It's before. gonna be twenty, you guys. He's I, gonna, he's I gonna eliminate the unprecedented third. Term. Yeah, <laughs> I really, really don't. Because like two years from now, they got the midterms. There's no way the Republicans hold on. That's what they said this time. So <laughs> that's a good point. That's a very. There's good point. no way Trump is gonna run for president. And there's no. Oh, he did. Way. Uh, there's no way he's gonna win the nomination, you guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, he won the nomination. Well, you know what? He's, there's no way he's gonna win. That's crazy. Oh. It all happened. <laughs> and now he's... Who's his secretary of state? Oh. And his chief of staff. Wow. <laughs> Politics, everyone. They're fun. No. Um, and terrifying. Electoral college. Dismantle it. So. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we see the <laughs> the, the costume. Um I do love the montage of him building it as mm-hmm. well. Um, ow, 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 ow! ow. <laughs> <laughs> like he's so just—he's just sewing into his fingers, yeah. <laughs> presumably. He's just so bad at this, but he tries, and he and he tapes an orange <laughs> to her, and it's like it just immediately falls off. And then we get, would. and then we get introduced to Gamblor. Ah, uh, oh, Gamblor. Yeah. And his neon claws. And his neon claws. And Homer needs to rescue Marge. He needs to pry her away from the slot machines. And he does. And she's like, maybe I have a problem. I should get professional help. Nope. Nah. It's too expensive. It's too just, expensive. Just, <laughs> just don't do it anymore. Yeah. Just stop. Because that's the best way to do it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but he's not wrong. It is expensive. Yeah. Um, As we find out in Fear of Flying. That's right. Keep sliding. <laughs> <laughs> so they walk stand. away hand in hand, and presumably uh, everything's going to be okay. Hopefully. And Lisa even wins an award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the children who obviously had no help from their parents, <laughs> Lisa and Ralph. I'm Idaho. Yes. Well, of course, of course you are. <laughs> That's Shall one of we? the most time tested jokes. Yeah. I think from the sim like even at Classic Simpsons trivia, um, where they have their costume contest, mm-hmm. there's always at least there's one at least one Idaho. Idaho. Same with the Diorama Rama. Someone mm. just had like an Idaho <laughs> sign that said I'm Idaho. <laughs> if there's any Idaho 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 Idahoans. Idahoans listening. Idaho's witnesses? Is that <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they're called. <laughs> you know what? I think you're right. <laughs> um, but do you, I actually, I wonder, because obviously we know that Homer did help Lisa with her costume. Mm-hmm. Did Wiggum help uh, Ralphie with his costume, do you think? Uh, based on what we know about him, yes. <laughs> Here you go, Ralphie. Just put that on. But he's very proud of his son. Yeah. Uh, get off the stage, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah. Um, I did want to point out too. Uh, the gambler joke is like a perfect example of like a a build on a joke that's like works so well for me. Mm. Where it's you know, first of all, she says I'm a monster, and he says, No, Lisa, the only monster here is a gambling monster that has enslaved your mother. That's like enough. 
as a joke, more yeah. or less, that's right? A, that's a clever line. Like, that's a clever thing for Homer to say. But then he says, I call him Gambler, <laughs> <laughs> which just oh. pushes it out of out of the stratosphere. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, time to snatch your mother from his neon claws, <laughs> which is just suddenly you have an image of Gambler in your mind. And you're like, oh, he's actually like imagining a real monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is great. It's yeah. so and it's just yeah. so quick. And it's uh, it's brilliant. One of it's, my favorite jokes of the that's series. A, that's a huge escalation from good joke, better joke, best joke. Yeah. Yeah. Just like really fast. It's an exponential growth just mm. by adding. Adding, um, just by adding Dialogue. a few choice words of, of, of description. Yeah. Right? I call them Gambler Neon Claws. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> it's, and it's a super memorable joke. Yeah. Agreed. Um, reference desk. Yes, please. <laughs> of course, the title. The title. The title Two is, references. is a reference to one of my... Favorite movies. The second part of the title, of is. course. Um, now, what, the first what, the first part is reference to Vegas with a dollar sign at the end, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a don't know one hundred percent, but I think it's a uh, like an old show of some kind. Right on. So, um, of course, Doctor Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Yes, great. Uh, apparently, Burns's bed. Uh, looks similar to the one that uh, is occupied by Dave Bowman in 2001, A, P- a Space Odyssey. At the a very Pace end. Odyssey. A Pace Odyssey. But it's a really long movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very, very long and goes at a very slow clip. Slow pace. Um, uh, Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise, of course, uh, from their characters in Rain Man. We talked a lot about that. Um, Krusty's show uh, at midnight is a reference to Bill Cosby's uh, Bill the Thrill Cosby. 1971 album for adults only. Which, which is also recorded in, in the casino. At midnight. Yeah. Um, so the there's the reason that joke exists. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The Gong Show exists. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Uh, Burns' paranoid obsession with germs and cleanliness and his refusal to leave the bedroom once the casino opens. Howard Hughes. And his obsessive compulsive disorder because, yeah, let's make fun of the mentally damaged. Uh, also, one you missed is the great train robbery. Oh, yes, and the, with the, the coming the towards the TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Those that are unaware, the great train robbery is one of the first uh, motion pictures to be shown in theaters. That's right. And at the end of the movie, a uh, cowboy shoots a gun towards the audience, like at the screen. And at the time, people in the audience weren't. 100% sure that it was fake, I guess. So they were terrified. People were, and people were fainting in the in the audience. And still yeah. are. Um, and, and still are fainting. And still are stupid. <laughs> and outside the, the theater, they pass by the porno theater. And yes. Sperm of endearment. Sperm of endearment. endearment. And uh, let her in, I think. Um, I'll do anyone. I'll do anyone, right. Uh, which is a uh, reference to two different James Brooks movies, one uh, of which I'll is still anything. not released. Yeah. So. Which was the uh, musical... That had all the musical taken out of it. Yeah. And that's for those that might not be aware, James L. Brooks is one of the executive producers of The Simpsons. Um, and he does an interview with Mark Marin as well. I don't think I've listened to that. I'm listening to it right now. It's okay. very good. I think I remember being like, oh, I should listen to that. But I, I was like, but if they talk about his movies more than Simpsons, I don't care. <laughs> so far, they have been. Okay. <laughs> They've been talking about like his previous television stuff, but I'm pretty sure they'll right. get into it. Yeah. Um, also, of course, the Spruce Moose is a reference to the Spruce Goose, which is the Hercules aircraft that <laughs> Howard Hughes created. Um, 
the uh, isosceles triangle. Uh, apparently, that's a reference to the scene from the 1939 film The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. When the Scarecrow um, demonstrates his intelligence by reciting um, the laws. I that can govern. tell you about it since I know about yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Okay. I haven't seen The Wizard of Oz. You haven't seen Oz. The Wizard of Oz? No, I haven't. That's crazy to no, me. No, I know. Okay. It's insane. Um, no, yeah. So, uh, but you know the you know the plot, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, when, when he gets his intelligence, looking, yeah, he's looking for a brain. So yeah. when uh, so spoiler turns out the wizard doesn't give him an actual. Well, brain. when the wizard says he just you says, had your brain you had all a brain the time, along, yeah. and that's when he yeah he puts his like fingers to his temple and he says exactly what Homer says in this episode. Um, but what's interesting is that like in the in no the one show, corrects him. Yeah, no one corrects. Him. So like that's a false. Like he says yeah. something false, which is kind of a I don't know if it's intentional, but it's kind of a fun ironic thing where it's like. It's like, oh, you had brains all along, and he says this thing. He's like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll just we'll just uh, ignore that. You just uh, have your fun time because the Pythagorean but theorem is only relevant to right, right triangles. triangles, not isosceles. And so, as of the man course, in the bathroom in the, says, yeah. In the episode, we have the man in the bathroom taking a dump. I presume, yeah, uh, corrects Homer. Um, so yeah, it's it's obviously a, it's a reference to the Wizard of Oz, but it's also like them being like, you know, how did no one? How did this get past all the writers? That, that this is, is false. Also a hugely funny joke that lives on its own yeah. because I had no idea that that was even a reference to mm-hmm. the Wizard of Oz. Because it works um, just as a joke of like, oh, Homer got it slightly wrong. Yeah. But when you know the reference, you're like, oh, and it's finally someone's correcting the Scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> Someone put and him that in his explains, place. And <laughs> that explains so much why the guy in the bathroom is so pissed off about it. <laughs> He's probably, He's probably seen, seen Wizard it. of Oz yeah. like 80 times and was like, oh, it's a right triangle. How is everyone so stupid? <laughs> Um, there's also uh, a, a small reference to uh, Dick Van Dyke show, um, or just sitcoms in general, but it's specifically um, when Homer trips over the Ottoman and the audience. Oh, yeah. Uh, cheers. Uh, and Siegfried and Roy, we mentioned that. Um, so this is one that I didn't really know, but apparently there's a Jerry Lewis movie called The Delicate Delinquent um, that the model, like the reference of like, oh, hop in, or sorry, it's a nice model, model. Uh, is a reference to that movie. So I tried to find the quote, but uh, I guess no one really cares about that movie enough to put quotes on the internet, so <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't find it. But yeah, apparently uh, in uh, that movie, a nutcase inventor says of his rocket ship to Jerry Lewis, model. So, mm. so it's a very a deep, deep pull. Yeah. <laughs> deep pull, guys. <laughs> Bill Oakley. Yeah. My goodness. Um, I think that's pretty much it, though. Yeah. We got it all. Favorite joke? That we know of. Um, my favorite joke is obviously Gambler, but, um, because I discussed that at length, my favorite joke this time around as like a, a reinvigoration of something I'd always found funny, but this time just made me laugh a lot was Millhouse's magic act. (laughs) I (laughs) just like the build of that joke is so good too, where it's like, just like him not being able to get the cat in the, in the, whatever it was is funny on its own, but then. That cat freaks out, and that causes the cat under his hat to freak out, <laughs> which is clearly part of the trick. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, how, like, obviously, at some point, he's going to be like, ta-da, the cat's under my hat. And it's two cats, which is like the easiest type of, you know, you, you know, use, you know use a double, use a double, double yeah. prestige. Um, but it's just, it's so funny how that progresses. And then, and just Milhouse getting shit on is always funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Janelle? What is his, is it the amazing Milhouse? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, like sign is yeah, th- something okay. like that. Yeah. Uh, my favorite joke is when um, Kent Brockman is reporting from the unemployment office and says it's not just for philosophy majors anymore. Useful people are feeling the pinch. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, philosophy majors. <laughs> Insert your major here. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yep. That's a good one. Um, mine is and forever will be. Uh, we'll take the spruce moose. We'll take the spruce moose. Hop, hop in. in. <laughs> sir, but, you sir, can't expect me to. I, I said, said hop in. And he cocks the gun. Yeah, oh, he's ready. And then there's a smash cut. And God, I've always loved that joke. It just killed me when I was a kid, and it kills me now. Um, it's great. Uh, so that about wraps it up for us here at Two Bad Neighbors. Um, our next episode, as we spoke of before, was what? <laughs> Homer the Vigilante. That's the one. You gotta uh, supply your own knobs, though. Yes, I will definitely supply my own knobs. All right. Um, that is another t shirt slogan. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll hopefully uh, that'll bring us to episode 50. Uh, yeah. Which is nice because it's also probably gonna, I mean, it's gonna be the middle of the uh, season. Yeah. So we'll probably take a Christmas break after that. Mm. Um, I'm hoping we can, um, I'm hoping we can do a, an episode during the Christmas break and then put it out in the new year. Sure. Um, yeah. Just. Listeners don't need to know about yeah, that. But you know, you know how we do. Uh I do have some uh I do have some five star reviews that I would like to shout out some Please. people. Um if you leave us a five star uh review on uh iTunes, we will uh shout out your username here and we will thank you very, very much for it. Um so by hi everybody. Hi Dr. Nick. That's a five star review. Thank you so much. Um The for- Dr. Nick. That's right. Uh Fort Sensible. <laughs> <laughs> uh Cool Librarian. And uh Ted from TX. I assume that's I think those Texas. last two are not Simpsons references. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'm pretty sure they aren't. Um, cool librarian. You remember yeah. that character, right? <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, all of you folks gave us uh, four-star reviews, and uh, we really, really, really do appreciate that. Um, If you want us to shout out your name, just uh, leave us a five-star review, and we will definitely do that. None of you you four-star reviewers, though. Yeah, how hard is it just to put another star on there, guys? Five or nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Five or one. Four stars is the new no stars. That's right. Oh, it wasn't a meaningful interaction. <laughs> oh God, Black that, reference. Oh, that that episode kills me. That's that great. Was, um, yeah. Something I actually forgot to mention, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our first appearance of the rich Texan in this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah Where, I guess Homer calls home? him senator. Yeah. I guess. Oh, at the, at, at the the gambling table. table. Ah, he course. gives him his hat. Yeah. First appearance of that character. Oh, cool. So that's a fun. So we got fact. a couple a couple of firsts. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Awesome. I'm glad we're still doing that. Yeah. Um, so if you want to uh, email us, uh, obviously we'll read your emails out loud. Um, uh, you can email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Or you can tweet at us at bad neighbors pod on Twitter or leave us a comment on our Facebook page. Or message us. As you see, as you see I will read them. Yep. If absolutely. you want them read. If you don't want it read, just mention it in them. Yeah. In the message. Yeah, and we'll keep them to ourselves then. Yeah. Uh, Janelle, thanks so much for coming back. My pleasure. Um, I hope you do again. Yes. Congratulations too on your, um, real gyms bump, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He it gave seems, us a bump. Yeah, thanks, really, thanks real gyms. You have a truly international, uh, <laughs> listenership now and that's pretty exciting. USA, USA, Brisbane, 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 <laughs> Brisbane, Brisbane, Brisbane. Uh,
Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we will see you about some t-shirts. Yeah. Why not? Why not? All right. Keep watching this. Game.